Can you see me? Oh, I see you, baby. You see me? I see you. You oh, look my- beautiful. Oh, no, I don't. That's a fucking lie. I, I never lie. No, yeah, girl, that's a lie and a half. Where is the fucking video? Oh my God. This, okay. Let me just tell you. Okay. I'm in the middle of a move. I don't have any lighting here, which is, I mean, I'm not going to fully blame the lighting situation. I can't see myself. I can't see you. I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, But yeah, I'm mid move right now. My house looks like a fucking shit show there's boxes everywhere it's just a mess Blake but I I I totally understand no judgment over here I get it I'm like a moveaholic so I I totally get it I thrive on a move honey yeah I'm I get so bored living somewhere after like a year so I don't know if I've told you I grew up um my dad was a contractor and so he would like build houses and we'd He'd like build a house and then we'd move into it while he built the next one. And then when he was done okay. with that one, then we'd like sell the other one. And we just like kept doing that. Right. So growing up, I I think by the time I turned 18, I'd lived in like 12 houses or something like that. Okay. Um, but what's crazy is like all of them were in the same area. Like four of them were literally on the same street. I never switched schools, anything like that. But we just lived in a different house. And like, okay. as I got older, it started being really fun. And I was like, oh, it's like something new and exciting to look forward to each year. And right. so I've like continue that into adulthood. And I think that's actually pretty common, like in your 20s. And obviously, like in college, I was moving and like living in a different apartment every year. Like every year. And then, right. And then in my 20s, I was moving around a lot. But I think if I move one more time or like suggest moving one more time, Matt will divorce me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't do it again. We're kind of, I don't know. I think this next home that we're moving into is going to be at least like a seven to 10 year journey. Oh yeah. That's a solid. Like for for people like us. I've never, I've literally never lived in a house that long in my entire life. I think the longest I ever lived anywhere was like four years. And that was like right smack dab in the middle of my twenties. I was renting a house in LA with a bunch of my friends. And like, I just happened to live in that house for four years straight, but it still felt different every year because like all of the other bedrooms were like revolving doors. So every year I'd have like a different roommate. So it still felt really different, but even that, I mean, four years is nothing. Some people are like, oh yeah, I, I you know, my parents have lived in their home for 45 years. I'm, I'm like, like, what? what? Fuck? Like, That's what is insane. that like? Like you've been yeah. taking a shit in the same bathroom for 45 years. I can't. Well, I also just like, I don't really trust engineering that much. I'm like a building can stand for 45 years. Like I would be like, take it down to the studs. We need to start over. I don't trust whatever like construction techniques they were using in the seventies. I don't know though. Like the new construction is not it. These are like matchbox houses. Like I've seen all these new homes being built and they are not quality. Um, so I don't know some of the older stuff, like the home that we're buying was built in the nineties and it's like made of cinder blocks. So like it'll withstand hurricanes. The nineties was where it was at. Yeah. Nineties was it. So good. We'd really figured it out then. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're kind of like the nineties is kind of making a resurgence obviously right now. Um, no, like the nineties, you're right. Like that was it. And they're having a little resurgence moment. I feel like, like things are getting a little, 
Yeah. Did you, did you see, I saw in the news breaking headline, um, the newest edition of like the historical American girl dolls is a set of two girls, two girl dolls that are from 1999. And they're like dressed like, like Cher and Dion from Clueless. And they have like, like inflatable blow up furniture and like a big, like chunky cell phone. It's like, so (laughs) it's, it's awesome and adorable, but also I'm like, oh my God, are we historical? Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I don't feel like we are old enough to have, no, like, like, when we were kids and the girls were playing with American Girl dolls, they were like little pilgrims or like yeah, girls they were that from, came over on the Mayflower, like, like it the was Oregon like, Trail, like yeah, they, like their family. Are we, yeah, are they we were survivors. That old? Are like our kids learning about us in history class now? <laughs> I hope not. I God. mean, if they are, I hope it's like the cool stuff. Like they hope they're learning about cool stuff. But like, I don't, I don't, I didn't know that about Sharon Dion having an American Girl doll journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been yeah. removed. I have not. That's been. where we're at. That's yeah. where we're at. That's it's like wild. it's it's time to like bust out the Werther's originals and like you know those grab your are, cane because those things are good though. We like, are I, ancient, Shannon. We are ancient. <laughs> we a little bit. I will be thirty nine this year, and it's funny. Like I'm I'm taking real estate classes right now, which don't even get me started on what the fuck you're in your Tamara judge era. Love it. You know what? It's funny because I'm rewatching. Um, I just got done with season three of OC Tamara's first season. And it's like the reunion season three reunion, like nothing. I don't think anything will ever be as unintentionally funny ever. It's like, like an HR meeting, like a con, you know what I mean? Like they all are very business casual, um, like Bravo then versus now, like they posted a photo of it. And like, I was just so sent by Joe wearing a puffy vest with like a fur (laughs) liner on the head to the reunion. Yeah. It was such a different time. Just like breathing. Like no fucks given. (laughs) Yeah. Literally just like stopping by. Yeah. Literally. I'm on my way to Ralph's. I'm just going to stop in real quick, answer a few yeah. questions with my yeah. puffy vest. And then I got to go, you know, but oh it was God. just, I don't know. But yeah, I'm in my Tamara judge era, this real estate. Well, I'm no shade at Tamara. I love Tamara, but I'm no shade the fuck out of her. Shade her, shade, yeah. her, shade her real good. <laughs> I love her. I just need to know where the fuck this trailer is. Honestly, though. Oh um, my God. I know what it's the been hell? 84 years. So what's crazy is that by this time last year, yeah. We were already at the in reunion it. for yeah, last we were, season. We were at the reunion. Like it was, the season was done. So what, what the is heck? happening? All right. Yeah. And so, they and they wrapped filming like way back in the fall. So it's been at least my guess is like six months since they wrapped filming. Yeah. Um, and they're just now doing their taglines. Uh, I guess they're still doing some confessionals. confessionals. Yeah. Yes. It's a mess, honey. I don't know what it is. I think the rumors are true. I think they're editing little miss gina into a friend oh i think i don't know that's just like speculative honestly like i'm bored with my life and i'm just like hypothesizing and like it's a fun theory for me to throw around because yeah i like gina but like she's not my favorite and i wouldn't mind if she was a friend of so it doesn't you know yeah i mean she got moved out to the casita we might as well move her to friend yeah i mean i'm yeah i'm okay with that but no for real estate i'm channeling like tracy tudor Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Boss babe vibes. Um, yeah. and she is like rumored 
to be maybe potentially having filmed a few scenes for Beverly Hills this season. I was reading Oh, wow. About that. You yeah. know what? Everyone and their grandma has been rumored to have been filming scenes for Beverly Hills this, this season. Literally, we saw Do you know that- why? It, well, because are you going to say because Lisa Renna's gone? Obviously. Okay. Here, here's the thing. So, so first of all, so we have seen um, Denise, Camille, Kim Richards. Mm-hmm. Then we've also seen Larsa was at a Garcelle event. Um, maybe Tracy <laughs> Tudor. Who knows? Everyone's she, yeah. coming out woodwork. But so interesting. I I see your point of view, and I've seen a lot of people mm-hmm. saying that online of like, oh, you know, they've got a huge Lisa Rinna shaped hole to fill. And I I can see that perspective of like bringing all of these people back is like, okay, obviously there's something lacking, but you could also take the other perspective, which is like, wow, all of these people, you know, Tracy and Larsa aside, but the rest of them, wow, these are all like really heavy hitters in the Beverly Hills world. And it says a lot. It says a lot that like they are so eager to come back once she's gone. I think you could, you could see both sides. I look at it both. Yeah. I don't just look at it from like a delusional fan. Well, and I think the fact that for whatever (laughs) she brings to the table, the fact that she is clearly so polarizing, not just with the fans, but like with the cast and that Mm -hmm. so many cast members like refuse to film with her. That's detrimental to the show. It is, you know? (laughs) It's also just like wildly entertaining to me just because like, I love petty bullshit. Like, I don't want to be involved in it. I just, from afar, do I admire a mess? Absolutely. It's what we're here for. It's what I'm here here for. for. I just think like, okay do I like Denise Richards yes I do do I like her as a housewife no I don't I think she'd be great as a friend of but she's like super private because she's married to that weirdo unless we're going to talk about the husband yeah then what are we talking about you know like OnlyFans like we're okay like how you can't stretch that for a storyline, but for so long, you know, like, I mean, gonna... I don't know. Look what Larsa has been able to do. And you know, she has a real job. Well, Larsa just an is anesthesiologist. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of the funniest fucking unhinged. things. Just Truly like, unhinged. So wild where it's like, girl, what? No, she is off in outer space, like taking, taking pictures of her feet from Mars. That Correct. lady is She nuts. is moisturizing them. She's rubbing the lotion on the Asking skin. an alien to take yeah. a pic really quick. <laughs> um, I, I like Larsa too, because she is also just delusional. I like the yeah. delusion of it, but I hope um, it's it's so funny. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's so yeah. funny. And I think we are such great examples of like, the the way that the Bravoverse works, and I'm so glad that you and I are able to like be such great friends when we literally don't agree on anything. Like, no, nothing. Anything at all. <laughs> and it's and and I think it says a lot. Like for you, you resonate with that like like ridiculous, out of touch, like so so not relatable housewife. <laughs> and for me, yes. I like the ones that seem much more grounded. Like I love like Dr. Nicole, for example, who's like the See, exact opposite Nicole. of a Larsa. I love, so for me on, so on Miami cast, I will say Larsa is probably my least favorite. My most oh, okay. favorite is Nicole actually. Okay, great. Um, and I think it's because, you know, like I live in Florida the Florida women here are, it's just a different vibe in Florida, the same as it is in like Beverly Hills, I'm sure. Like mm-hmm. anywhere you go, you know the vibe. So it's like, I know the women in Miami because that's, you know, essentially we live in like Miami 2.0. It's like central Florida 
is the new Miami type sort of thing. It's like the new LA to everybody, everybody from California moved out here recently. But um, I like that she's, I know her, I feel like, like I know what type yeah. of person she is and she seems like a cool person, but she's also a little delusional, like, you know, not realizing that she is the drama sometimes. And like, you know, like when she was crying with her mom that one time and she was like, is it right. me? <laughs> it was like, right. Yeah, kind of like for sure. For sure. Yeah, the so. difference though is that she has those moments of clarity of like mm -hmm. recognizing, like, oh, I might be a part of the problem. Whereas L Larsa will never Lar get no. Never. Like I mean, it it really was well, I mean, gosh. And I think I even tweeted this the other day. Like in a world or in a Bravo verse full of like delusional women, the real housewives of Miami like really take the cake. They really they're so good. They're so but they're so out of touch and so delusional. And yeah. I really think like there's maybe two of them, like Gertie and Dr. Nicole, in my opinion, are really the only ones that are like grounded in reality. All of the rest of them are are just out to lunch. Like, I don't know what Alexia's thinking. I don't know what Marisol's thinking. I mean, to be fair, Marisol's <laughs> always wasted. I don't know what Adriana's thinking. Like, they're all crazy. I don't think Adriana knows what she's thinking. And no. sometimes it's like, I go, I swing on a pendulum with Adriana because like, Sometimes I will feel so bad for her and be like, mm -hmm. oh my God, like these ladies really do gang up on her. But then she'll say some dumb shit like she did about Frankie. And I'm like, see, this is why nobody fucking likes you because, <laughs> because you say right. all the wrong things. What's funny at is all I, the think, wrong times. I think Adriana and Alexia are so similar in that exact regard. And that's why they hate each other so much. <laughs> like they're both so delusional and they both simultaneously like hype themselves up and and make them into like this superstar but then at the same time they want everyone else to look at them like they're a victim and treat yeah. them like they're a little baby that needs to be coddled like mm -hmm. you know on on the alexia side of it like how can she continue to tell everyone that she's a star and she just lives her life like she's a star and that's how she's accomplished everything and gotten through everything but then still constantly be reminding them of like how much she's had to get through you know what i mean yeah. it's like if you're such yeah. a star then move the fuck on you know yeah. and and like with adriana too she like she with her i think it's a little her confidence does seem a little bit more put on. Like maybe she's even trying to convince herself. Mm -hmm. Imposter like, syndrome. I feel like she yeah. has like really bad imposter syndrome. And I feel like she is super capable. It's just, I think she doubts herself. And then right. she also gets like pummeled by the other ladies. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think that's doing her self-esteem. Right. Any favors. Yeah. But yeah. It's Alexia, just this, it's this weird dichotomy where like they both want to be treated like superstars but then also be treated like like victims and you cannot be treated like both yeah, so they're never satisfied you know mm -hmm. yeah and i don't know alexia did not have a good season i think we oh my god agree. her fall from grace she, i mean was on par with like heather gay honestly she went from fan favorite that to the, ooh, the hate that alexia has gotten this season is incredible considering when the show came back last season yeah. she was MVP. i mean she was the star that's why yes. she thinks she's the star this season because she was yes. last season yeah and that's the kind of delusion i live for though honestly <laughs> <laughs> is the kind of delusion where you're like no, no no like i'm still the star and it's like no 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 you're not yeah you've had a bad season you need to right. just like accept that and then like do better next season because i don't think that she 
you know, like she said some unsavory things. I don't think that she meant it from like a place of malice. I don't think it was like, do I think it was like poorly worded and like a poor choice of words? Yes. But do I think like, am I quick to label Alexia like a racist or like anything wild? No, I'm not because no. I don't think that that's, it just doesn't resonate for me. Um, so I do yeah. think if we're going to label her, why not? Let's go ahead and label. Let's label. <laughs> I would <laughs> I definitely a barracuda. Um, no, I would, I would say, I think she's a narcissist. Um, oh, I mean, well, yeah. Her, I mean, her, and and again, I mean, obviously Andy <laughs> would argue that like all of them are somewhat narcissistic, yeah. but I think if we're going to look at like the, the, the sum of all of the Bravo housewives, I would put her like toward the top of the narcissist category. She's, she's up there for sure. And I feel like it's only because she has like a super strong enabler in Marisol. Marisol. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and Marisol has a super strong enabler (laughs) in cocktails. (laughs) So like, well, yeah, yeah. I don't know how she, like, honestly, I don't drink very much at all anymore. Like I have lately, I've had one drink on Sunday, which sounds like so elderly of me, but it's like, I have one a little nightcap, a little, no, it's been, it's been an afternoon-y, like, <laughs> like a midday. I'm like, let's go to brunch and I'll get like a little, you know, like I got a sangria last weekend, you know, just like yeah, one. I love and that. It's, it's something yeah. light. It, you're not like pounding like, shots at breakfast. You're fine. No, but I don't understand how she is. And she's so yeah. skinny. And I mean, hashtag probably Ozempic, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and since I brought it up also, I don't see the problem with Ozempic. Like, so I think gonna, it's, I think the issue people have is cause it's like, um, supposedly taking it away from people that actually need it for diabetes. True, but yeah, I that's, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I did is, like, but. there's this girl, um, that I follow it's IG famous by Diana. Hold on. Let me just make sure. Um, because she, yeah. IG famous by Dana D A N A. Um, she will break it down for you like so well, like how it actually works, like how it's not, you know, fully, it wasn't developed for people with type two diabetes necessarily. Like she gets into all of it. I'm not going to like make it, I understand what she's saying. I can't regurgitate it to you. Right. For sure. But she does a really good job at breaking it down. Um, but I just support, like, if you're trying to lose weight and you can't lose, you know, the last like, for example, Matt, my husband is going on, he's going to go on one of the three, either Ozempic, Mongerno, or Wogovi. Um, and it's because like, he's at the gym with me five days a week. Like I train him. I know he's putting in the work, but he used to be like super duper big back when he was younger, like over 300 pounds big. Wow. And yeah. So it's like, he's predispositioned to be bigger and losing weight is really hard for him. And he has like these last like 20 pounds or so that he needs to lose before he wants to get a tummy tuck to get rid of the loose skin that he has from losing all the weight. And it's like, he's done everything. He's been training hard for 18 months and these 20 pounds, is just like not happening. Yeah. So he's just going to go on it. And I'm like, why are people shaming people for losing weight? Like, mind your business and- for sure yeah i think it, the biggest thing is just like the um transparency and especially when right and i think it, you know obviously there's the argument of like what people do is their own business and i fully yeah. agree with that but we're talking about 
celebrities and not just celebrities, but reality stars who have made their career off of living a transparent life for Mm -hmm. the public. And we also are living in a reality now where like even even regular people and even non-reality celebrities, like everyone's posting on social media and we're talking directly to our audiences or our fans. And so we expect that level of transparency. And especially- I agree. Yeah, and especially when you're, you know, one of these- um, you know, like a Kyle Richards or something where so much of your social media is then sponsored posts or like, you know, trying to sell your lifestyle. You have to be truthful about what your lifestyle is. You know, do you think, do you think Kyle is shooting, shooting a Zempec or Wagovi or Moderno? I, I don't know. I mean, I used her as an example I just because she's on, the one yes. that's kind of, she's the one that's like in the headlines the most right now. I really don't know. Erica she's Jane, one thousand percent. Erica Jane, oh, shriveled away. She but I think she would away. own it. I think yeah. she would own it. Like at just, least with, she's pretty open. At least with Kyle, I know Kyle's always been very active, and like she does post a lot of like videos of her working out. And like I've, I personally, Shannon, you're like rolling your eyes. I personally, I have a Peloton. I've taken Peloton classes with Kyle Richards, like going back several years ago. Like I know she does the classes because I've been in classes like, with her. I've Well, with sidebar, Kyle sidebar. <laughs> I won. I one time years and years and years ago discovered that Emily Simpson was was involved in like a Peloton scam. Okay, this is wild. I've, I've talked about this. I think I talked about this on my old podcast, The Church of Housewives. But basically she was, she was and again, it, it all goes back to like celebrities being transparent on social media. Yeah. Here we go. It's all full okay. circle. So she was posting- she was like, uh, like posting sponsored posts for Peloton okay. and like giving a coupon code and all of this. And she would post, um, you know, like the rides that she was doing and be like, I just took this class. I just took this class. And she was doing it every single day. And okay. so on Peloton, you can go and look at anyone's profile and it shows you like a calendar and every class they've taken and you can see their stats. And that's something you can turn on or off, but she had oh, hers okay. on. Oh, she had God. hers on. So I went and I looked and for the entirety of the time that she had had the Peloton, which at that point was like a month or two, every day she had started a class and then left it after 30 seconds. She had not taken a single class, <laughs> but she was posting every day oh. as if she was like kicking ass, like just, just rode seven miles, love my Peloton. Yeah, so I caught her in a scam. But Kyle Richards, she actually takes the class to the very end. And I know that because I've oh, been I believe there it. alongside I mean, of her. <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe that because she, she has always talked about fitness and stuff like yeah. that. But she is also somebody who's like had struggles with like eating disorders and body yeah. dysmorphia and stuff like that. Yeah which she's also, you know, also transparent about. Yeah. And she's also someone who, you know, has gotten a lot of work done. So, yes. so, you know, yes, she works out, but she also does a lot of other stuff. So she has it's, had it's hard four, to know four children. Okay. Four. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're it's not like my body snatched, but not Kyle Richard snatched because I've never done it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not right. like, I'm not making my, I don't want to sound like, oh, that's not fair. It's like, well, no, she has more money. She has access to like- You literally see those see those memes all the time that it's like, you're not ugly, you're just poor. You know, like, like, I'm not saying that about you, Shannon. I'm not saying you're, I'm not saying you're ugly or poor. You're ugly, broke bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's it's that saying, like they just have so much money, you know? And the access to stuff is just, it's instantaneous for them. Like they're not calling around town to be like, who does this? Like- 
They just know right. because somebody no, knows. They yeah. get they actually get the call. So I mean, it's so funny. Yes, like you know, exactly. celebrities get so much free shit, and that mm-hmm. includes work. Services. That includes plastic surgery and services. Like yep. a really dear friend of mine is an esthetician in LA, um, and she does all of the Bravo Labs. She does all of the Vanderpump Rules cast. She okay. she's done Erica Jane. She's does like she Love does that. all of them, and the way that she gets these clients is by, you know, at least at first giving them a, a bunch of free services. Yeah. yeah. So they're That's going and get getting people. these like thousand dollar services, like, you know, f- facials, like weird, like all these serums, like sculpting, yeah. like all of this stuff that would cost you and I literally thousands and thousands of dollars. If we could even make an appointment, you know? Yeah. Well, I was going to say like my, um, esthetic, like the med spa that I go to, like they'll do stuff like that just with client. Like they brought out a new facial like two years ago or something and they dm'd being like did you want a free one and you posted on so you know like just posted right. on social media and yeah i'm happy to like yeah say less like free Absolutely. shit posted on social media i was gonna do that anyway <laughs> like, yeah for sure so i get it i just i feel like with kyle um i think like the temptation of being just a little bit skinnier was probably very enticing to her which i understand as somebody yeah. you know who dances with like a previous disorder myself so I think that she might have just gotten into that and maybe doesn't want to say anything because you know she does have some daughters to worry about and doesn't want you know yeah. she doesn't her want daughters. her daughters she doesn't want to send the wrong message and she yeah. doesn't you know she's I understand not saying anything and then I understand like you said the need for transparency it's like a double edged sword it makes it worse and it it creates a stigma around these things yes. like if you're doing it then you clearly don't think it's wrong so it's why wrong. are you hiding why are you being you know? Yeah, just tell people, be like, yeah, okay. Um, I don't know if you listened to the episode of Jeff Lewis where Tracy Tudor was on recently, Mm-mm. but she's on the, I think she's on Ozempic. Um, and she's got like a smoking body, like yeah. ridiculous body. But she yeah. even said it, she was just like, it's like vanity pounds, you know, like yeah. just a, for sure. Kind of, it's not yeah. a matter of health anymore. It's just a matter of like looking good. And, and yeah, totally. And, and that's you know okay. What? It is okay. It's it okay. is totally okay. It's you know who I actually hot. Totally. 1000%. I say that to myself every fucking morning when I wake up <laughs> and I look in the Several mirror. times a day. I want to be hot. <laughs> I just um, be hot. <laughs> I, you know who I appreciate in their, you know, uh, honesty about all of this is actually Margaret Josephs. And she's really open and upfront about the fact that she takes all sorts of things and shots and all of the mm-hmm. stuff to, to look yes. the way she does. And she's very open and upfront about the fact that like, she just wants to look fucking hot, you know? Yes. And she, like, and I think she does. She, she looks, looks incredible. great. She looks yeah. so good. Like her teeth look good. Like she yeah. didn't go cr- Cause you know, how like the teeth, yeah. It scares me when people are like, yeah. I'm getting my teeth done. Cause I'm right. like, the what kind of, like, are we talking about like Hillary Duff? Like, oh my God. Yeah. Hillary. <laughs> oh my God. That was a moment, but you know Traumatizing. what? But you know what? She We're got him fixed. Now. No, no. She got him fixed. It's oh, good. Complete- yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, she looks so <laughs> I much better. I got used to it. No, I, I am obsessed with Hillary Duff. Shannon, okay. I am oh, obsessed with okay. her. I, I like Hillary Duff. Okay, I've always that's been fair. a Hillary Duff. Yeah. Just like the the B plus version of God, right? I yeah. think she's cute. I just like, I liked her a lot when she was like popular for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, that was oh like my God. Well, 
very, very sidebar. If you're not watching How I Met Your Father starring Hilary Duff, you should. It's really good. It's really okay. Cute. I'll put so, it on my list of yeah. like 70. Every everybody is like giving recommendations lately. Okay, but here's the, the thing: the recommendations <laughs> that everyone else gives, and I know Gosh. this because I, I get no, but I get it all the time. They're all like hour-long dramas that you have to that are gonna suck you in and it's gonna take like days out of your life. This okay. is a it's a half-hour sitcom, but it's on Hulu, so there's no commercial, so it's really 20 minutes and Ooh. the first season is like eight episodes so literally oh, you, could, you could watch the entire first season in, in like two hours yeah and Just it's it it's light it's funny it has like you know a laugh track so you know when <laughs> like when to chime in and laugh with them right yeah exactly <laughs> when to chime love in a good laugh. laugh track i love a good laugh track you don't I have do to too. pay attention yeah <laughs> no yeah i'd be like oh wait funny ah, right? i love it no um oh. but the teeth thing yeah like i feel like a lot of people are, are doing teeth right now. Like that's like the new hot shit yeah. that you see it all over social media. And some people look really good. Some people are just out here looking fully equestrian. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. just such a hard thing, like finding the right size tooth for the And the mouth. color too. You yeah. can't have like the whitest of white. Like that's, yeah. you cannot be Regis Philbin. There was only right. one Regis Philbin, like RIP. <laughs> that's that moment passed. Like you can't do that. You look ridiculous. So I think, <laughs> uh, I forget how we started talking about teeth. Who's teeth? Just talking about Kyle Richards and like all the oh, work Kyle. that people have done. Yeah, and Kyle, Kyle got new teeth. So there Kyle you go. did get new teeth. They look great. Kim's new teeth look great. Everybody's new teeth. Lisa's the only one who has the... Vanderpump. Yeah, they're a little perfect segue. Let's talk Vanderpump rules. Okay. Let's get oh, into the scandal. Oh, we haven't talked since pre scandal. I so know. I haven't heard any of your thoughts, any of your opinions. First of all, where were you? Do you remember where you were when you heard the news? Uh yeah, I I was recording with Peyton, uh oh gossip, God. glorified gossip girl, and I were recording an episode and we were like, what? Like what's going on? Like, because it was just starting to appear yeah. on Instagram and we had been recording, so we weren't really looking, and one of us went to reference something, and when we did, we saw, you know, the headlines, and so we yeah. were like, What? And then obviously it continued developing snowballed. after yeah, it just snowballed out of control. Um, but it's weird because she and I were talking about Rachel, Raquel, whatever you want to call that lady. Um, Rocky. Rocky. Oh, gross. Um, <laughs> we were, we were talking it's a Rocky about- Rocky horror picture show. Emphasis on horror. Um, and not- the- Did you say horror or horror? Yeah, it was horror. Um, the Rocky <laughs> horror picture show. And listen, I, I can't, and this is unpopular. Part of me is like, it's got to stop. Like- because it's getting to the point where it's like, what are we like four weeks in? Like this lady yeah. is being absolutely roasted on the internet. Like people do, you know, things to themselves after a certain period of time. Like they cheated. People cheat every fucking day. I understand the circumstances behind it are totally unique. However, they're not that unique in the sense that like we need to be on like a pitchfork, like witch hunt after this Rachel lady for this long, because ultimately like she's fucked herself into a corner. So literally, hard that, like, literally, li- literally though, like I'm not even being <laughs> like <laughs> actually fucked herself into a corner and she's going to have to figure that out. And it's like, I'm not condemning anybody who came for her because like, if you ride hard for, and I'm not a Vanderpumper hardcore, like I passingly watch episodes here and there. 
but like if you ride hard for Ariana and you did pre scandal and you're like super triggered by this and into this, then cool. But like after four weeks, it's like, are you really still going after her? Like ease up off the gas a little bit. I feel yeah. like, and like, cause it's just becoming kind of toxic and dangerous and I, you know, I agree like, with, I, I agree with you to an extent. Weird. And I, I think that I would fully agree if she had like kind of like crawled away and disappeared. And I, I understand that like, you know, obviously we were going to see them at the reunion. That's what uh-huh. they have to do. But for me, it was like her posing for TMZ and like giving these like five minute interviews, like, you know, on this, in the streets of Hollywood and stuff where it felt very much like she you know, she was, she wanted the well, attention. Well, she's a was, narcissist. Right. I believe. Fully, fully, and, totally. Yeah. And so I think, so I think that, it's just, it's, it's difficult to ask people to stop talking about it. If like, she keeps like popping up, wanting us to talk about it. I don't it. mean like stop talking about it, but like maybe stop like crucifying as you know, aggressively, like how p- some people have just like not let up at all. And I'm like, you guys, like, yeah, we have to collectively like take your foot off the gas a little bit. And also, I feel like giving her this much attention is just like kind of what she wants in a right. way. That's you true. Know? For sure. And it would just, I don't know, like I understand the outrage. I just hope that it doesn't like continue to be as weird because like some yeah. people are getting really weird about this and like well, the the problem with these shows i mean it's like part of the the part of why we love them and connect to them so much but it's mm-hmm. also part of what makes them so toxic is these parasocial relationships that we form mm-hmm. with with cast members on a reality show like it's so different than and you know what i had i have para, parasocial relationships with like the the characters on friends like that's something where like you watch a show for so long and you're like oh my god i feel like i know these people i know like i'm friends with them and it becomes so much just like more intense when they're actual real people and so we do feel a weird connection to these people we feel like we're entitled to know about their lives because that's what their job is is to share their lives Mm -hmm. with us so it does become like a really really fine line that that everyone has to toe um so i do agree with you in in that sense um i worry about ariana too like you know what i think she's everywhere i kind of think she's thriving because like I don't know if I were to break up with someone and then like literally have the entire world telling me how like awesome and amazing how awesome it was yeah Blake and everything I would be like fuck yeah like I should have yeah. broken up with that dick sooner you know so look I think at she, that guy right such a loser and I think that this is just so validating for her mm-hmm. um I feel like this is even a better way to go through it than privately, like because she has so much support. Like there's truly no one that's like team Tom. So um, except for Rachel. Right, exactly. (laughs) One of the best things about growing up in Arizona is that there's incredible Mexican food on every street corner. And you know what goes best with good Mexican food? Traditional Mexican horchata. Don't know what horchata is? It's creamy, delicious rice milk flavored with cinnamon, vanilla, and sugar. Okay, you thirsty now? Me too. Luckily, even if you're far from the southern border, you can get your horchata fix every day with cinnamon. Cinnamon is a brand created by my good friend Tyler, who is even more obsessed with horchata and all things cinnamon than I am. He's developed all natural skincare products and more, crafted in California with ethically sourced ingredients and infused with real cinnamon. 
Have you heard of the antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, or antioxidant properties of cinnamon when applied to the skin? Or how about how it helps treat acne? What about how cinnamon promotes blood flow, helping with skin elasticity by bringing blood flow to the surface of the skin and helping to moisturize skin with all of that added circulation? Some of my personal favorite products from Sinmin are their signature lip balm that gives your lips a sweet tingle and a subtle natural plum, their all-natural deodorant developed for sensitive skin, and the Coco Chata body beverage that leaves your body hydrated and smelling like heaven. They even have candles and air fresheners to keep your entire home, car, or office smelling like your favorite dessert. With Sinmin, you'll enjoy all the benefits Sinmin has to offer your skin and your senses. Visit Sinmin.com, that's S-I-N-M-I-N.com, and use code Blake at checkout for 15% off your total order today and receive free shipping on all orders over $50. That's code Blake for 15% off your order at Sinmin.com. I may have a black heart, but I can be sweet sometimes, and Sinmin definitely helps. And I was going to say what's interesting, you know, you touched on the fact that she's getting what she wanted, which was attention. And something that I actually said before the scandal even broke, just kind of going back to like the, the beginning of this season when everyone thought that she was just pursuing Tom Schwartz. And um, a lot of people were on Team Rachel and Team Schwartz. And a lot of people were saying like, Katie has no leg to stand on. Katie doesn't have a right to be mad about any of this, blah, 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 which I never agreed with. I was always Team no, Katie in that regard. yeah. But you don't do but, that. There's so right, many other dudes. Agreed. Like, 100% agreed. 100% agreed. But my theory and my take on it was because Raquel said time and time again, like she wasn't even really interested in Schwartz. She just was like trying to have fun and she was being encouraged to do this and blah, blah, blah. And so what I said at the time was like, she has figured out a way to become the storyline. She's never been the storyline before. And now yeah. all of a sudden she is the storyline. And she was the storyline when it was Tom Schwartz, and now she's certainly the storyline when it comes to Sandoval, but it's what she wanted, you know? She's yeah. a fangirl, first and foremost. Yeah. Well, and so when I was recording with Peyton, we were talking about it, and I was like, one of the things, one of the reasons I don't, and this was before we knew that she was a full-spectrum hoe, like, mm -hmm. you know, we had just seen, like, a couple of headlines while we were recording, Um I was just like, I don't like her because I can't get a read on her. Like, and you know what I mean? Like I read people like there's, she doesn't have a personality. Right. She is a chameleon and she will adapt to whatever environment that she's in and then manipulate the situation she's in to somehow put herself like, I don't want to say ahead, but like in her mind, it's No, but head. that's exactly what it was. And, you know, we saw a perfect example of that in the episode um, where all of the girls are in Havasu and mm -hmm. then she and Charlie leave to go to boys' night. Like, before Charlie got there, Raquel mm -hmm. is so apologetic and she's crying and she's breaking down and she's like, I don't know who I am and I'm making terrible decisions and all of this stuff. And then the next day, Charlie shows up and, and gives her like one different viewpoint. And then all of a sudden, she's it's, a completely different person. She's the exact mm -hmm. opposite. Everything that she said the night before is completely out the window. Yep. And it's like, if you can just not even let like, it's not even about opinions at that point. It's about like morals and ethics and like your, mm -hmm. your character. If you can allow all of those things to like have such a pendulum swing from one day to the next, like, yeah, that's scary. I feel like she was being authentic when she said she doesn't know who she is because yeah. I think that the, like, and again, I'm not sympathizing with 
the aggressor. Okay. I'm not sympathizing with Raquel, Rachel, whatever her name is. Um, I'm just saying like, if you think about it from her standpoint, she's, you know, one of Ariana's closest friends and she's having this undercover affair and she's, you know, obviously got feelings and shit that she's grown for this mustached freak. And (laughs) she's having to like suppress these feelings and hide it from everybody. And, you know, Sandoval is like manipulating her in some way to like, it's just, and I, so I just imagine in that moment that it was authentic, like pressure and just like, it just exploded to where she's like, I don't know who I am because in her head, she's living like six different lives, like 100%. simultaneously. I 1000% agree. And, and I also said this before. So like, she's basically been apprenticing under Sheena Shea, who is the ultimate yeah. pick me girl. She is literally the ultimate pick me girl. All she needs in life is like one person no, especially a guy. If it's a guy, that's even better. Oh, if it's a guy, if it's a guy then it counts as ten people. Yeah, to, to to tell her that she's <laughs> right in a situation, uh-huh. or to tell her that she's Beautiful. pretty. Yeah, right. and so that's what Raquel now needs from people. Yeah. And so what happened is in Lake Havasu, the girls weren't giving her that; they were giving her the opposite, and they were telling her the things you're doing are wrong, they're incorrect. Mm-hmm. And so she broke down and cried. There was no one there to support her, and so she was just like, "Okay, fix me. I'm I'm wrong. I'm broken. I'm not doing anything right. I need to be fixed." And then the next day, as soon as Charlie showed up and was like, no, you were fine. She was like, oh, you're right. I was fine. Now I'm going to go back and tell them that I was right. And it's like, she just needs one person to pick her. To validate. Right, exactly. And if, if all it takes is any one person, like Charlie's not even on the fucking cast. Any one person can show up. And, and like give you a little validation and all of a sudden everything else flies out the window. Like you are not a real person. No, she's not like, (laughs) she definitely thrives off of whatever people feed, whatever bullshit people feed her. You could honestly feed her anything and she would use it to propel whatever weird thoughts she has. I'm sure. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It'll be interesting, I guess, to see, well, the reunion, even though that's going to take like forever to air probably yeah, like another eight I know. weeks or something, something like that. Like that. We, we definitely something. have a, a, a lot of the season left. I think we probably have at least like eight episodes of the actual season left and yeah. then the reunion and who knows, you know, sometimes they'll have a, take a week off in between there. So right, yeah. I, I don't know, but I got to say the fact that they, you know, picked the cameras up so immediately and the fact that we got that mid season trailer with scenes almost in real time. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we've ever had a situation where we've seen like paparazzi photos of the cast. And then a week later we see a scene of them from Mm -hmm. that day. Like I kind of think that Bravo should lean into that. And like, I I know the like production lead time and all that. It's like impossible to do this for every show, but you know like capturing these things in real time and letting us react to them and see them in real time like there's something about that that's really magical and I think they can see that just with the the flurry that that this has all caused and obviously it's a scandal but I do think the like real time element of us knowing that like this is all happening they're filming it and we're Mm -hmm. not gonna have to wait a year to see it you know yeah And I like, okay, so since you brought up like the real time thing, not that it's like necessarily real time still now, but the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, right? how they're filming right after Jen Shaw pled guilty. Yeah. 
that yeah. was giving me life because I wanted to totally. see Heather's reaction to the a lot. I, I love that. It's uh, so it's um, we're getting to see like, you know, the Salt Lake City girls right after mm-hmm. Jen pled and right after their season, but before their reunion. Before so it's Bravo kind of like, Con, before yeah, it's like in the middle of everything. Um, there's yeah, there's a lot of that. Same with uh, Candace and Giselle. We're seeing uh-huh. them post post their season, but pre reunion. And, you know, I, that's really, really interesting too. Mm-hmm. And that's almost like a, it's kind of the opposite of real time. It's like, it's like a hindsight thing. It's like, we got to see yeah. the season. We got to see the reunion. Now we're going to go back and see something and like see- in the middle that we never yes. got to see. It's and I really like cool. that. I like that they laid it out this way, even though it felt like it took forever for this oh my God. season to finally air. Like we heard about it. I swear to God, it was like a year ago. Like, they showed the they? they showed the trailer at BravoCon. at BravoCon, which was in when October, September October. or October. Yeah. So it's like over six months ago. Yeah, um it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I mean, speaking of trailers, so like I'm thinking that we're gonna get Orange County very soon. Um, because oh. allegedly the show is supposed to premiere at the very beginning of May. So likely we'll get the trailer beginning of April. Um, oh, but again, it's interesting. Like so that long. trailer, that trailer we're going to get. And then like three or four weeks later, the season's going to come. And that's what yeah. happened with OC last year too. We got the trailer and then three weeks later, the show premiered. So it's that's interesting true. with Girls Trip, they've like pushed it so far. And we like forgot about it because we had all the drama from the other yeah. girls trip going on. And right. exactly. we just forgot that they had done a Thailand version, but totally. I'm glad that it finally aired because me too. I'm loving it. I, and you know I what? Really like thank, it. thank God. Whatever happened to Tinsley happened to Tinsley. Cause we got Portia instead and Portia is a star. I'm sorry, but she Portia is, is so, a star. so entertaining. She is so funny. And I kept thinking to myself, like, we Tinsley would have been so boring. I'm sorry. She I would have, have been so wanted, boring. Well, I said for some reason, I believe deep down inside that like Tinsley and Giselle need to go on like a like simple life, but abroad. Like imagine okay. Tinsley and Giselle. Just Interesting. Both, I'm I'm trying it. to imagine. I'm, tr- I'm trying they're to imagine. They're both like kind of ditzy, but they're both like smart and they're both refined but they both turn up so i just feel like it would be an interesting because they're both from different backgrounds also i just think it would be a really good show and they're both really funny sometimes on purpose but mostly not on purpose. yeah tinsley's like accidentally funny (laughs) tinsley's like situationally funny i like like crying in a clown costume (laughs) to her mom about her curly hair yeah 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 like delusional weird stuff like that I love Tinsley for and then obviously Giselle is just Giselle like I love her I love her unapologetically on Potomac but I'm really liking her on girls trip because she walked in and just did what she does best and just well and I think what's interesting is on girls trip she's owning the fact that she's just like a messy shade assassin but on Potomac she tries to deny it she's like what are you talking about I don't do that but like what on Do girls trip, all the time. It's, it's because all of the other housewives from other cities are like, we know what you're doing. So she can't deny <laughs> it because like they, they do it too on their shows, you know? Alexia clocked her immediately when yeah. she was like, um, I see what you're doing. Like yeah. you're asking questions. I was like, damn, like yeah. she caught you quick. But we already know, I feel like Lynn or Lindsay, Tinsley and <laughs> Leah should have been cast together. Yes. They'll keep but... Portia, obviously. Yeah. I'm just I'm Brady. I'm, 
just knowing that we got Portia as the replacement, I'm like so thrilled so with because I think Portia is like top tier and she's so funny on this show. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on Heather Gay? She seems so in over her head. I'm so embarrassed for her. It's yeah. like, it's hard. And cause I'm somebody and I'm pretty sure you're the same way. I do not do well with secondhand embarrassment. Like, my oh my God, spirit, I can't like, even, I can't, I can't even it. like watch a movie. Like American someone... Idol, Wait, like when people God. are auditioning and we, they're getting their feelings hurt. I can't. Totally. We randomly watched <laughs> Zoolander the other night and you know, like the beginning of Zoolander when he, when yes. Hansel wins the award and he like gets up to accept it anyways. <laughs> I was covering my eyes. I was, and I knew it was coming, like, but I was so embarrassed. Still, I was covering cringe. my eyes. Yeah. So cringe. cringe. Heather so, Gay is ultimate cringe. I, the whole, okay. From the shower curtain that she's wearing in her confessional. What to, is it? It's like an upside down, like peplum, n- like nineties tie dye disaster. Bed, bath and beyond couture. And then like, she's wearing like is, bike shorts. <laughs> like, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's wearing like hot pink spanks. Yeah. And it's then, like, so bad. Uh, like a, yeah. It's like a reverse peplum. It's like, like it's, the peplum like goes up. Like, like a it's dinner upside napkin, down. like yeah. a, one of those seashell dinner napkin yes, situations. Totally. She's she looked like she's a kid on a cruise who took her napkin and like put it on her shirt. <laughs> Look, mom. So yeah, okay. That's not doing it for me. The I cannot stand somebody who is so dedicated to making themselves a victim that it's their entire personality. And that's how they're gay. This right. whole I know I bring down the glam factor. It's like shut up right like nobody is out here like the only person who was out here cascading you as an ugly troll was your best friend jen shaw who called you fucking shrek on twitter okay so take that up with her but like the rest of us we're not nobody's really doing any of that and if they are it's like few and far between now well and you know what if if people are doing that then don't talk about it and just like go get a stylist go get a better Go get a better dress. Also, yeah, also that. Okay. And then the whole, this whole narrative that she was trying to peddle when she was like, without housewives, I would be nothing. I would have nothing without housewives. I was like, bitch, what about beauty lab? Like, and for like, to that point, then we don't want you on the show because we want like the, the point of housewives is like aspirational women. Like we don't want someone who has nothing without the show. Yeah, I didn't want Andy Cohen to find you at the fucking Dollar General. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like, come on, Heather. Like, stop it with this, like, eternal victim mentality. I can't. Yeah. She could be fun, but she has, le- she's let fame just, like, go to her head, and I can't yeah. handle it. Like, the whole, she has 7 million followers. Oh, I'm my in a God, room that with was her. so embarrassing. That was so, so embarrassing. So embarrassing, because I was like, Heather. Like that is something that's like something I would say if I met a celebrity and like, I'm embarrassing. So I do not, I do not like subscribe to that for Heather Gay. She's above, she's better than that. She's, is she? Uh, she should I don't be. Know. I don't, she, is should she, be. she should be. She should be. A housewife be. should be. A yeah. housewife What about her? Be. What about what she said to Leah about like wanting to get her drunk? Like first okay. telling her that she was going to like, 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 she was like, yeah, stick with me or whatever. And then she was like, we got to get you so wasted. Gross. It was so weird. It was, that so, was weird. so weird. It was gross. Like it was not cute. You don't do that to somebody. And like, I don't fucking like Leah. Okay. But I don't like that she was put in that position because like, I'm sure the temptation to drink in that environment is huge. And if you're, you know, dealing with your sobriety journey or whatever she's dealing with, 
where she's not drinking, then let her deal with it. She made it clear. And if you said you yeah. read her book, you fan, right. then respect. Like that, that was, I think, the biggest thing for Leah. She was like, wait, you read my book? Like how like it'd be one thing if you didn't know, you know, to just right. make a flippant comment, but don't come in and say, like, hey, don't make a point to be like, I know you personally because I read your memoir and then do something that's like so against everything Leah stands for or is trying yeah. to stand for now. It's such a weird thing when it comes to drinking. So like, I am not sober by any means, right. but I I don't like drink as heavy as a lot of other You're people. Like, just like, like we don't drink yeah, a lot. I, like, exactly. And socially so very, every now and then. Exactly. But very often I'll go out and like not drink at all. And mm -hmm. certainly when we go out, when we're at parties or events, like I am not a shot guy. I don't take shots. It's just not my thing. I don't even really like to drink like liquor because I get, I just don't like how it makes me feel I'll, like drink gotcha. beer, you know, it's fine. Um, but there are some people when you're out with them and they're just like, no, take a shot. Why aren't you take drinking? Why aren't you drinking? Yeah, and like, you're even, like even as not a sober person and even as someone who like, I enjoy, you know, drinking a beer, like I'm not an alcoholic, but it still makes me so uncomfortable. And I mm -hmm. can't imagine how someone who like every day is making the choice not to do that, like to save their life. That yeah. would just be such a shitty thing to have people in your face, like trying to force you to do something that's so dangerous. And ultimately like, it doesn't serve anyone else. Like me getting drunk doesn't make your night better. If I'm telling you like me drunk is a really bad situation, I'm not fun. Like, believe me, you then know? trust me. I know yeah. myself. Yeah. Like I'm a whole ass grown up. Like I've been knowing myself for a little bit now. Like yeah. you should probably just listen. Yeah. The whole Heather trying to get Leah drunk, the whole Heather having pretend amnesia over oh my saying, god it was so funny that whitney called that when he was did. like she's not gonna remember she's gonna say yep. she doesn't remember she's gonna say she doesn't remember and i was like bloop clocked it and i think it's bullshit also that heather like unloaded on whitney granted like was it a little shady <laughs> what whitney did sure and she yeah. owned it she was like i was just being shady yeah like For but sure. heather did not need to be like you know didn't have my back as my cousin like yeah heather girl like respectfully you did not have whitney's back like all season exactly so what i thought was so interesting about that is that like at no point has has whitney like said to heather like j just just blindly accept anything i say or do she's never yeah. said that but what what Heather said in this last episode was literally, you should be blindly loyal to me as your cousin. Yes. But it's like, you're, but Heather, you're refusing to do that for Whitney and she's not asking you to. And then Heather went as far as to say when they were on that boat, when they were like, so if somebody told you to do this, you would just do it. She was like, yeah, like, yep, a hundred percent. I was like, are you like, what is Well, not and that's, that's why Whitney is so upset is because Heather is, is being honest about that when it comes to like Jen Shaw. Everybody Heather, except Heather, for Whitney. Yeah, Heather would literally jump off of the Eiffel Tower if Jen Shaw asked her to. But Whitney, I, and here's the thing, I believe Whitney at this point. Uh, everything Heather's done has made me feel like, you know, Whitney's probably telling the truth if she's this upset about it, you know? I believe, I believe that they they probably all heard this rumor. And here's the thing. Whitney was never asking Heather to to say to that the say, rumor mm -hmm. was true. She was just she was asking just her to say that, that they it. heard it. Exactly. That was it. And and I believe that Heather heard it. And I believe that she lied. And I also believe that even if she didn't hear it, she would have said she heard it if it were Jen Shaw asking her to.
Probably. I, yes. A hundred percent. I'm also very grateful that all of the, <laughs> that all of the ladies thought the Jen Shaw punched at there in the face. Oh my God. Yeah. And that they all said it because I was like, this is what the ladies in Salt Lake needed to do. And totally. for whatever reason, none of them were like, Jen, did you do this? Like they didn't oh. want to get punched themselves. <laughs> Probably. I still am just so weirded out by the whole Jen Shaw thing. And the fact that she got a year shaved off her sentence already. Already. Well, that means it's probably there more and more is going to be shaved off. It's like shaved ice at this point. It's just going to whittle down to a tiny little ice cube. She's going to have like a year and a half total, I bet. I was relying on the federal government to like really come through on this one. Cause like they usually don't reduce sentences for federal, like, the they usually have it set at like I think it's eighty five percent that you have to serve of a federal yeah. sentence, but for whatever reason, Jen Shaw continues to have like she's not a regular person. She's she, a fancy special person. I don't know about that. She has fake Gucci bags. And I mean, like, in her in her own in I, her own mind, she's special. Well, I gotta ask you, uh, how are you feeling about Jersey this season? Um, you know, I'm kind of a little bit. I'm watching it. I'm a little bit disinterested. It just feels like a lot of the same. I'm it's funny. Uh, last season, I was like firmly team Gorga. And this season I'm like firmly team. I hate all of them. Um, Okay. I actually, I had a very controversial take a couple weeks ago where like, truly, I don't really blame Teresa or Joe at this point. I blame Nono and Nona. <laughs> like, I think that, I think <laughs> no! it's, I mean, oh truly, I feel like both, both Teresa and Joe are like fucked in the head. They both have anger management issues. Both of them have, you know, relationship issues. Both of them have mm-hmm. trust issues. Both of them Egos. are stupid. So like, oh. I feel like if, if two siblings are both, <laughs> assholes like gotta blame the parents you know so r.i.p nona and no no but like it's their fault and i stand by that you're like i stand by that and i don't care what anybody says about no no his octopus or his fucking pajamas that i mean i'm sure that their household growing up was like very toxic and scary well yeah when she said there was like a like if her dad like threw a piece of bread or something she would like know to duck i was like yeah, so I I blame them, and I think we're you know all of us are trying to point fingers at one side or the other, but like they were raised. Oh, I don't together, do the sides, and they're they're so much more alike than they are dissimilar, you know. So I I just yeah. think yeah, it's a it's a Gorga thing, and I mean that as in like Joe Gorga and like Teresa Gorga. You yes, know? yes. No, I I think I think that the I think that they just need to take a couple of years apart, you know, and like let things settle and maybe forget that some of this stuff happened, you know? Yeah. Cause they truthfully have been living in the same wash, rinse, repeat cycle for totally. a decade or and it's, like and it's not, con- it's not conducive to progress, to, you know, no, it's not, to anyone's it's just happiness. It's just not, or, um, no, I, I don't know. This season is not doing it for me personally. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it. I'm like, I don't want to say I'm caught up, but like I had the episodes on, but I was not really watching them. It you know, just put like on a... How I Met Your Father. It's fine. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I need a palate cleanser, honestly, just there because you go. it's been like, yeah, that's a good A solid cleanser. laugh track. That's solid... all you need. Honestly, Somebody... though, wait, imagine how much better the housewives would be if they I threw in a laugh track. Gonna... Blake, or like, just... or like an audience applause, like when there's or... a fight scene or someone throws a glass Ooh, of wine and you get like no, we a, need a... A applause clear. Ooh. So good. So good. Yeah. We need something like that. Or like, 
<laughs> like tell us to, what yeah, to feel <laughs> tell us tell, tell me how I should be feeling because I'm too overwhelmed to dictate my own feeling um but I hope that the next or wait today is Jersey Day it's Tuesday yeah it'll be um, on tonight yeah I yeah. guess we're hearing about an affair this evening or the same Which, affair uh, that gosh, we've been I don't, hearing about for and I do like I I years. do feel bad like I do understand why Melissa and Joe are so frustrated because we have seen, you know, their, their marriage and their relationship come under fire so often and especially by Teresa. And like, I do understand their side of it, but I'm just so sick of it. I'm just like, do I believe, believe the rumor is true? No. Do I care that it's happening? No. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what the solution is. I mean, I think that uh, unfortunately, I mean, maybe fortunately or unfortunately, I think Teresa, cannot go anywhere i think that the show i i think the show could go on like i think any housewife show could go on without a particular housewife but i think it would be more about the fans i think that like Teresa has just become such a staple with the fans that the fans Mm -hmm. would have a big issue with it more so than like the show itself actually not working i think the fans just wouldn't allow it to right yeah no i no because the fans are freaking crazy yeah like, the so Jer- jersey jersey fans are toxic wild. Wild. they're wild. wild it's so i mean if wild. any of them are listening we love you so much you guys are the yeah, best we love you please don't like comment throw, weird yeah shit or like don't throw a tomato like, at don't us do that. Yeah. yeah don't throw tomatoes at us like we're just giving opinions and we I, look i like jersey it's just i need something to change i need yeah. there to be i i think joe and um melissa need to and i think they likely will take some time off it will probably not be um by choice i think they'll probably be put on pause after this season um sadly what, i think that that agree yeah and i love Teresa, or excuse me i love joe and melissa but i think uh Teresa has more pull yeah i agree she's just so. a you know there are a handful of housewives or bravo celebrities that are staples not just to their city but and to like the franchise the, whole, you know? the network even yeah, like exactly just the network so right. yeah and i don't like you said i don't think it would be like a forever thing i don't think the gorgas would like disappear or anything like that i think that you know like a couple of years off and then maybe at that point Teresa will be done yeah you know, with this part of her life and then the Gorgas can cut, who knows? Um, Maybe what they should do is let Teresa stay on the housewives, get some new women, get like actually like have some new fresh stories. Um, and then maybe give the Gorgas their own show and like have them have their own little spinoff and their fans will be happy and they'll feel really special. Yeah. Or like a construction show, like like a house flipping, like, you know, like a flipping out where, Melissa is like the decorator. I don't know. Like, yeah, they'll figure something out. I like them on TV. I like their family. I like them. I hope that Bravo can, I'm sure they'll find something for them to do, but I do think that after the season, it will be done. And then like these new, the new girls. Yeah. What do you think about the two? Or I guess there's three newbies. Um, I like, I like Rachel Fuda a lot. Little button nose, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rachel. I, I actually really enjoy her. Danielle. I liked at first and she mm-hmm. now is coming in so hot and knowing that she is like a reality tv vet um to mean it now reads as very 
forced. I feel like the fact that she came in and and beelined straight for Teresa and Jen Aiden was telling um, of like, mm-hmm. you know, she knew exactly who she wanted to, to side with. And then mm-hmm. I think the fact that she's very eager to kind of like start these blow up fight moments. Um, to me, it's, it's giving like, reality tv pro <laughs> yes it's giving oxygen network a little bit yeah yeah um, TLC. Like a little tlc and then like i just i'm sorry this is so fucking shady but like her instagram posts are oh giving me 2006 like club you know like when everybody used to be making club appearances and like yeah, having yeah, yeah. like the tackiest promo flyers with like right okay that's all that I'm seeing in my feed from her lately, and I cannot like it's honestly. Just... It, I I get it. If I were her brother, I probably would stop talking to her too. She's cringe. Those those posts it's are a, cringe. They're a little, <laughs> they're a little cringe. Yeah. And then like, I, I don't know. I just I I'm not really feeling them on the cast. Okay. Like yeah. I like Rachel Fuda. I think she's cute, but like, do I think she's a housewife? it's not just so it's, so, it's, it's so it's so early. hard and it's so hard on this show where like this st- the season starts and we're just back in the same storyline we've always yeah. been in like it's really yeah. difficult for new players to come in and and like define their own lane when everyone else on the cast is all just in one lane like all they really can do is be like okay i guess we can join in on the Teresa melissa storyline because there yeah, is no other storyline you know well, that's what I'm kind of trying to figure out with Danielle and Rachel. I'm like, what is your storyline? Yeah. Well, at this point, both, no both one no one has a storyline. Anything. Because all of them, even like Margaret and Jen Aiden's feud at this point feels more fueled by the Teresa, the Teresa and, and Mar- Melissa. Uh, Melissa. Like they're all just on sides. And so they're like, okay, well, you're on the other side. So now you're my enemy and we're going to have a little feud. But like, really, it's because we're on other sides. <laughs> other you know? sides. That's all it yeah. is. And it seems kind of juvenile and just repetitive. And so hopefully they can get it together because I, if the rest of the season is going to be like this, I'm not yeah. going to be in a well, hurry. You know, I'm, I'm excited for Orange County to come back. And I think yes. Orange County with, you know, obviously Orange County had some weird seasons. We can just like pretend Pretend those didn't happen. It's but okay. When when Orange County has been at its best, it's when it has a cast where there are no sides, and there's just like six women, six women, and they all have different dynamics, and like they all like love and hate Vibe. each other. But they're right. Yeah. Even even in on the Miami reunion, there were like two very distinct sides to the couches, you know, and you can see that it's starting to become yep. like very divided. And we've seen how that works in politics in America. This isn't a two party system on the Housewives. We need their to be multiple dynamics multiple. all sorts of of friend situations for this stuff to work so yes that's, that's what i'm decide. hoping to see and i'm yes. i do think that we're gonna get that on orange county from what i've heard from all of the ladies um not like personally but you know in their interviews and stuff mm-hmm. um it, it's like that like there's no yeah. clear sides like everyone has moment like good moments with each other and bad moments with each other mm-hmm. and they all have their own little inner workings and i'm hopeful um I just, yeah, I need that OJ. I need that juicy. I need it. I need that. Yeah. I need some vitamin C. Um, and I need vitamin OC, vitamin OC. And I need to, I need to know more about the ultimate girls trip four too. Cause I am still like keeping that on my back burner, but those are the only two things Bravo wise that I'm like super excited about. So hopefully we get that in the next like week or two, because 
I'm tired of refreshing my feed and not having any trailers of those ladies and knowing Wait, everybody is coming back. Like Heather DeBrow is coming back, right? Oh yeah, everyone's back except okay. um, Noella and Dr. Jen, who no one cared cool. about. Um, and then they have a new cast member. <laughs> so, I mean, what's great is like, to me, I've always thought, um, I mean, in Orange County, it's been around for so long. There's different iterations. Like people could obviously argue that like the mm-hmm. Gretchen and Alexis era was really strong too. But to me, the kind of core four of Orange County was always... Vicky, Tamara, Shannon, and Heather. Like those yeah. four, when, when the four of them were on, I felt like that was peak Orange County. Yes. And so getting all of them back, I think That's, is going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that in this instance, I am glad that Heather is still filming for when Tamara returns. Because la- I told you last season, it just was not, it didn't do it for me. But yeah. I'll yeah. give your I'll give your bestie another chance. Right. Different strokes for different folks. Strokes, honey. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, Shannon, this was so much fun. Thank you for joining me. La- last so minute, I literally texted you like yesterday and was like, bitch, where are you at? <laughs> I was in I was in class when you texted. I was so bored yesterday. I was like, and you were like, Do you want to record? I was like, Yes. You're like, when? I wanted to be like right now. Right I'm now. leaving. Like I was about <laughs> to leave class and be like, fuck this. But it was actually hard. So I had to say, but yeah, thank you for having me on. This is my last recording in this home. Like, oh, <gasps> oh my god. So memories. when do you officially move? Um, we close on this home on Thursday and then we close on our new home on Friday and then oh the movers God. come, we're doing a couple days rent back from the new mm-hmm. owner of my house. So the movers come on the fifth. So, God, so exciting. Yeah, so I won't have any episodes out for a little bit cause I'm in real estate school slash moving hell at the moment, but Thanks for having me. On. Yeah, of course. Well, since since uh, you won't have a new podcast episode yeah. in the next week or two, at least tell my listeners where they can keep up with you on social media. Yes. Come stalk me on Instagram at everything's hunky dory underscore. And my podcast is available right now on Spotify and Apple because Anchor bought Spotify and they made it like really complicated for me, you guys. So mm-hmm. just like be a normal person and listen to your podcasts on one of those. Who's using Google for podcasts? No one. Literally, Nobody. it's so funny. It's so funny. So I get like, you know, um, the like feedback. analytics. Yeah. Yeah. Like where, where everyone's listening There's to like it. There's like three people. Sorry. I literally, sorry yeah, no, literally on Google, I get like, you know, have like less than 10. It's like single digits for sure. Genuinely. That's why I didn't even, when it was like, cause Anchor used to auto distribute for you and then Spotify bought them and they were like, sorry, you have to manually do this shit now. Cause they want it to just be on Spotify. Oh, and it, Google was asking me to do like 99 things. And I was like, no, yeah. we're not doing no all time. this. So it can be on Spotify and it can be on Apple and you Perfect. can find me there. Cause everybody, and if you don't have that, you're a freak. So figure it out. But yeah, yeah. Me. <laughs> listen to me, hang out with me, subscribe, leave a five-star review, do the Christian thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh my God, Shannon. I love you. Good luck. I love with the you. Move. I'll talk Thank to you soon. You. Okay. We will talk Bye. soon. Bye guys. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Bye.